0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And let's turn our attention to the nation's capital, the fighting football's Lundy. A lot of excitement, a buzz right now in that part of the country, and understandably so because Washington, uh, the arrow on the crowd meter is pointing up right now, and it could reach deafening levels this season. you got the magic in town. A guy that just brings us endless joy, a guy that's been crushing his social media account this summer. Uh, bringing all kinds of laughter and punchlines. Even cicadas love him because they get entangled in the hairs on his beard. And I think soon uh, the entire city will embrace him along with some of the uh, ancillary weapons within this offense. Uh, Terry McLaurin is on the brink of a breakout season. Uh, They had Diami Brown uh, via the NFL draft, a kid that will probably have a leg up at the wide receiver two position, go along with Logan Thomas. And Antonio Gibson, a guy that was a bit of an enigma last season uh, because he barely played at the collegiate level at the University of Memphis, uh, but still had double-digit touchdowns last season only had 47% of the opportunity share and fell just shy of 800 rushing yards and 12.1 carries per game. So this may seem like a hefty line, uh, but it's currently at 1,000.5 rush yards on the year. Remember, it's a 17-game season. And this is according to DraftKings Sportsbook, minus 113 in either direction on the over the under. And by the way, Secure your vote now on where you stand on the over or the under via my Twitter handle at Noisy So Make sure you follow Lundy as well, at Nate Lundy. So you got one decision to make here, over or under? What button are you slamming, amigo?
1: I'm going to go with the over, actually, as aggressive as I think this number is um, I, I think he winds up going over on this one. This is a guy that was trending in the right direction by the time you got towards the end of the season. and that's what I like to be able to see, right? Somebody that is cruising uh, toward you know higher uh, higher yards per carry, um, more runs of 10 yards or more, things like that. And like a lot of the trend was going in the right direction. So if he can keep that up, if his uh, if his growth curve can continue on that trajectory, Brad, plus that seventeenth game, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Now with running backs, man, I'm always worried about them finding some time uh, yeah. on the bench yeah. uh, and on the shelf. But I I don't I think with with what Fitzmagic can bring to the table in terms of trying to move that ball through the air it could open some things up.
0: Dude, I love the over here. Uh, again, let me just give you the pertinent stats uh, that you need to know and really you know, justifies my reasoning here. Again, 47.3% of the opportunity share last year. That was just 12.1 carries per game, and he had 795 rush yards. He had eight runs of 15 or more yards. He was number 15 in yards created per touch. Forced a missed tackle 21.8% of the time. That was top 15 at the position last season as well. Uh, The offensive line should be a top half unit, and we would be remiss if we did not mention the probability and a high one of positive game scripts because of Washington's likely top five defense this year. So you pulled all together. Antonio Gibson, man, sky's the limit. Uh, There's a reason why the buzz has been deafening for him. This offseason and we're going to share the poll results at the end of this podcast to see where you stand on Antonio Gibson. And if you want to get in on that action and anything else, you need to do so with DraftKings Sportsbook, which is my favorite sportsbook and also as well, America's top rated sportsbook app. I love using DK Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate. It has plenty of instructions for new bettors and nearly limitless ways to get in on all that action. My friends and family have been digging DraftKings Sportsbook as well, and I know you will too. Listen to this redonkulous offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in side credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still alive. Bet one buckaroo, and if they secure the W, you win $100 in side credits. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 to $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. It's that easy. Use that promo code FTN for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Residents only do customers only. Wager paid out inside site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this Monday edition, let's hop to it with another round of Fade 5.
1: Number 5.
0: All right, Lundy. We've got... Uh Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we got a couple of days off in between with the NHL schedule uh, because we have whittled the field down. And right now we got one game here on the docket tonight. Uh, Let's drop the puck. Let's make some bucks. And let's start off the week on the right skate, my friend. What you got?
1: Oh, I like it. Let's get this going. Montreal, oh, les habitants, they have made it to the final improbably. Brad, only the eighth team in NHL history to finish in the bottom half of the rankings and reach the final. Uh, The problem is those previous seven, none of them won the cup. Uh, So (laughs) Montreal uh, is going to if they can pull it off, they're going to make history. Uh, I don't know that they're going to pull it off, though. This is a Tampa team that has found their groove uh, at exactly the right time. So in bonus time, I will, of course, have some player props for you, but we're going to get a slight alt line two-leg parlay to get things started. Joel Armia not being with this team in Tampa is is huge. Montreal uh, has lost one of the guys that is fantastic for them on the penalty kill. He is not in Tampa. He uh, is in COVID protocols right now. Mm. He did not travel with the team. So even though he is not, and I'm using the air quotes here, been officially ruled out for game one tonight, uh, I'd I don't see it happening. Uh, I mean, he's not even he's not even there. Uh, they've also, of course, got Dominic Ducharme, their head coach. He is still in protocols. He is expected to be able to be back on the bench by game three. So Montreal's got all kinds of stuff working against him. Then again, they've had stuff working against him this entire time. We are going to two leg alt line this one, Brad. The over under started at five and a half. It very smartly moved to five. My guess is because betters were jumping on the under. So I'm actually going to alt line that back up. To five and a half, I'm going to take under on five and a half. I'm going to take Tampa on the money line to win Game One. If I put both of those things together, I get myself a plus 140. Why the under? Well, let's see. Montreal and Vegas played six games. Tampa and the Islanders played seven. I'm no math major. That's a total of thirteen. Ten of those thirteen games were at or below five goals. So you get this late in the playoffs, and people goals are at a premium. And I think that's going to be the case tonight. So we're going to alt-line that one up so that I can avoid the push. We're going to go under five and a half. Tampa on the money line plus 140.
0: All right. A little double dip out of the gate there from Mr. Lundy. Fill up the cup.
1: Number four.
0: All right. Let's move on to a little Major League Baseball action. And I'm going to live in a land down under here, Lundy, on Dylan Bundy, a guy that was once a respected hurler in this game and has certainly, the wheels have come off, and he has tumbled down the mountainside and fallen off a cliff into a deep, dark, irrecoverable ravine. Um, And I'm going to, you know, again, take the under of the five and a half strikeouts on the road against the Bronx Bombers, uh, of course, that being the New York Yankees. Look, Bundy has been under this in seven consecutive starts. In fact, over his last 27 and a third innings pitch, a 10.21 ERA, Barf uh, also giving up a home run 2.96 times per nine innings over that 27-and-a-third inning stretch. Last time he reached or got through six innings on the mound, uh, you got to go way back to May 2nd. Yeah, the Yankees are number nine in Major League Baseball with the highest strikeout percentage. Over the last 30 days at 25%. But uh, knowing the streak of inferiority uh, that Bundy is currently in, uh, follow the futile here and take the under 5.5 Ks against New York on the road at a minus 128 juice. Lundy, fade or follow?
1: I will follow, and let's hope that juice doesn't change by the time you've listened to this pod and have a chance to jump in. Brad, what did he do Like on April 30th, like what happened? You mentioned the game against Seattle. You mentioned the game against Seattle, right? He's got 60 K's on the season. 34 of those happened in the month of (laughs) April. And then all of a sudden the wheels fell off. Uh, I I have no idea what happened in the month of April. He went over this number in all five of his starts and then poof gone. So, yeah, I'm going to follow the trend here. Despite what the Yankees do with the plate, this one feels pretty obvious. Take the under on the five and a half
0: Uh, arm amputation. Uh, Maybe.
1: did he lose both Sw- did, of his did he eyes? Switch? Did he switch? Like did he used to be, you know, he's throwing, you know, he's throwing righty, then he went back to lefty, then he did I mean, what what the hell happened? Yeah, I don't even think Spider Attack would have helped him
0: when it was legal. Uh it's it's over for Dylan Bundy. Fade the living daylights out of him against the Yankees. Number three. All right, let's move on to the NBA. And again, I'm gonna live in the land down under here, Lundy, and let's go with the superstar, the Radiant One himself. Devin Booker of this Suns team, of course, Phoenix right now uh, could march on to the NBA Finals with a W, they're up three to one in this series uh, against the LA Clippers, and I'm going to go uh, take the under on Booker five and a half rebounds here, minus 134. So juiced up a little bit, uh, but not too rich for my blood. You look at what Booker has done. He went 13 boards in game one and then followed up by four, five, and two with Chris Paul back in the mix. He doesn't have to do a lot of the dirty work and just really focus on scoring uh, and not snatching a lot of the defensive or offensive rebounds. In the regular season, two against this LA Clippers team, six, three, and five rebounds over a three-game span. So in total, he has been under this five and a half rebounds mark and five of seven matchups against the Clip this season. So again, Similar, to Dylan Bundy. Let's follow the recent trend here. I think Booker is going to land anywhere in the three to five rebound range, not get uh, quite to a six pack needed uh, to put a frown on my ugly face. So fade or follow, Lundy. Booker under five and a half boards against the Clippers.
1: Yeah, let's follow the trend on this one. But we could be sweating late. You know, like one of those like missed free throws just lands in his arms <laughs> because right. nobody cares, right? One of those kind of moments. Yeah, I think we we could be sweating this one. But I'll follow the trend with you. I'll stick with the under. I think he finishes at four.
0: Stick around for my top plays in Major League Baseball and the NBA. Number two. All right, let's go back to the National Basketball Association and focus on this Game 5 matchup between the L.A. Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. And how about Reggie Jackson? And a guy that's been cashing early, cashing often on the three-point prop, but the books have finally realized, well, we're tired of giving away money uh, in that particular category. It's three and a half on that line. It's a plus odds of the over. So we're not going to focus our attention there on that one in particular, but I still believe that there is some value baked in line on Reggie Jackson points, and I'm going to take the over 19 and half at minus 118. Look, he's been over this in five of his last six games, and in this series, he's averaging 37.8 ticks per game, 18.8 field goals attempted per contest as well, shooting 46.4% from the floor and 34% from way downtown. Uh, you look at the Suns, yeah, they're giving up just 1.0, 0-2-0 points per possession over their last three. But again, due to the increase in usage with no Kawhi Leonard on the floor, and he's not going to play again tonight, uh, he's uh, disgruntled, he's a little angry, uh, at his medical staff, and really pinning the blame on them for why he is down and out. But Reggie Jackson, again, in an elimination game potentially here, he's going to have to rise the occasion. He's going to have to jack up a ton of shots. And I think he's going to cross that 20 point threshold for the sixth time in his last seven games. So fade or follow, Mr. June Reggie Jackson over 19 and a half points.
1: Yeah, he's going to have to shoulder a lot, which means uh, checking up a lot of uh, field goals in this one. I'm going to follow because I think he gets over. By the way, I would take the under if the threes are sitting at three and a half. Um, If if that's where it is right now, I think he finishes right. I I think he finishes right at three. But um, with this one, I think, you know, give him give him that those that trio of triples. There's nine right there. So all I got to do is find uh, what another 11. Uh, Yeah, I can I can easily see that Uh, he'll get to the free throw line a couple of times. Not a big time for free throw guy but i can see him getting to the line this number feels very doable get up over 20 they need him if they want to stay in this game
0: bang the box score reggie jackson number one all right last and certainly not least let's go to my top play and it's in major league baseball and the chicago cubs uh, i love picking on my guys they're my favorite team i'm a diehard fan i never miss a game uh, but they do strike out with a high propensity, Lundy, and I, for that reason, I'm going to take Freddie Peralta on the over eight and a half strikeouts against my cubbies at plus 105. Ooh, yeah, let's get seduced by that juice. You look what Peralta has done this season: 12.67 K per nine. His called strike percentage skyrocketing. Uh, you know, prior to what he has done in his career, at 16.4 percent. And most importantly, he's already faced the Cubs three times this season. He's gone over this number in two or three starts. He's got 25 punchouts against the Northsiders in 15 innings pitch. And again, the Cubs had the highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball over the last month at 28.8%. So, raise a brew, Bernie. For your boy, Freddy Peralta, we're going to be soaking up the suds and the dolares here, Lundy. Are you going to fade or follow me on that over 8.5 Ks for Peralta against the Cubs?
1: Well, the suds are going to be going down, but I'm going to fade you on this particular strikeout prop. I know it's your favorite one of the day, but I'm going to fade you on this one. I think he finishes at either 7 or 8. I think Captain Hook could come in and steal your beer, my friend. Uh, So I'm going to take the under on this one. He loves to flirt with that number. He has finished uh, with 8 or 7. At one point on the season, he had actually done 8 games in a row where he was at either eight or seven so i'm gonna roll that yeah. that is uh, where he winds up finishing despite the uh, double digits he had against arizona uh, last week i'm gonna take the under my friend i'm gonna fade you let's see if your cubbies can avoid the swing and a miss i bet it's gonna be a
0: 10k performance his third one of the season i'm telling the cubs all they do is chase bad pitches all right before we get out of here uh, everybody's favorite moment of the pot Boot time, Lundy. What you got for me?
1: Uh, let's do another couple of cross-sport ones. Let's have some fun between the two playoff games that we've got with the NBA and, of course, Stanley Cup Final Game 1. Braden Point, again, what do we say? It's in his name, people. Uh, let's get Braden Point to have a point uh, in the contest tonight between Montreal and Tampa. Let's also throw in Devin Booker over. One and a half three-pointers. Put those two together. I got a plus 143. And Jay Crowder over. Four and a half rebounds. That's sitting at a minus 155. I don't like that juice. So let's put it together with Alex Kalorn to have a single point. That one gets us a plus 205 on that two legger.
0: Oh, man, you are the king of the cross uh, sport. Parlays. So hopefully it was going to stay hot for you. All right, let's go to the diamond. I got two more. Actually, you know what? Three more. The hell with it. Picks. Let's do this. Uh, let's start with the Cleveland club uh, going up against a i I'm going to take the Indians on the run line, which means they got to win by two runs or more. Uh, one of my best friends in the industry, Dave Morgan, his son is on the hill. Eli Morgan. No, it's not uh, because of my relationship with Dave. Why I'm jumping on Cleveland, but Eli Was brilliant. He's, you know, last couple of starts, he's got roughed up in terms of the earned runs, but a 14 to 0 strikeout to walk split over that span. And now you get a free swing club in Detroit that has the highest K rate of any team on the season in Major League Baseball. Yeah, the Tigers have a 7-10 OPS in the month of June, but Cleveland 20-13 at home, averaging 4.5 runs per game. Again, I think they win by 2 runs or more in this one, supporting Eli Morgan and maybe his first ever Major League Baseball win. Now let's go to Colorado. I know the temperatures temperature is going to be kind of cool for this time of year. supposed to be in the low 70s. A chance it's a rain, so hopefully they're going to be able to get this game in. But give me the buckos over five and a half runs in Colorado against the ultra-friendly Kyle Freeland, who's got a not-so-glorious 7.76 ERA this season, Lundy. And you look at the Pirates, who starting to roll a little bit offensively. Uh, 6.87 OPS in the month of June. That's something to write home about. But they've been over this five and a half runs total in five of their last eight games. And Freeland, who has the highest barrel percentage, meaning... Hard hit rate, guys applying bat to ball and driving uh, the seams out of the park or into the gaps. More often than not, 14.7% barrel rate. That's really unforeseen. That's how bad Freeland has been. By the way, it's plus 100 on the over. Pittsburgh, five and a half runs. And let's correlate uh, with an Adam Frazier to score a run prop, a guy that I believe has the highest uh, batting average in Major League Baseball, 331 on the season. He's 2 for 6 in his career against Kyle Freeland with a couple of RBI's and he's batting a robust 341 against righties this year. It's minus 149 for him to apply foot to home plate and in a game with an over under of 11 and a half, I think that's going to be easy money there in the end. And that is the end of this pod because that's a wrap on this edition of the Faith That Always podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. You can follow me there, at NoisyWavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? Oh, and by the way, we got poll results uh, before we exit stage left. Over 100 votes. Oh, they're in agreement with us, Lundy. 1,000.5 rush yards on that Over for Antonio Gibson, lean the way at 67%, the under at 33%. So keep those votes a-coming, and uh, hopefully we're all going to make some money in the end. And until next time, as always, feed or follow, that
1: is up to you. Feed the noise.